ain't nobody listening to this shit. Welcome to the Beyond Our Service podcast, where two veterans with wives and kids pretend to know what they're doing in life. We look at the good, bad, and ugly and laugh our way through it all. So come join us as we go beyond our service. Welcome back, guys, to Beyond Our Service. Today is February 1st, 2021. Today we're going to be talking about people watching in the gym. We'll talk about the perfect t-shirt and end it with 21 things guys do as told by women. So here we go. Here we go. All right. Welcome back, everybody. And uh, a big thank you to everyone that listened to the podcast last week and especially for the feedback. We really appreciate that. I hope you guys see that we're taking your, your input and trying to add it to the show. So thanks for that. Uh, a reminder, if you want to get involved in the show, head over to www.beyondourservice.com and uh, send us whatever's on your mind or any info and we'll get right back to you. So before we get into today's segment, though, I, I know, Steve-O, you really wanted to talk about this whole Robin Hood thing. Yeah, man, I want to just uh, just touch on it real quick. I'm not going to act like I am some kind of investing investor genius or anything. So uh, I do think that it is big enough and um impactful enough i mean it was everywhere the memes have been amazing as well so i think it's something that should be talked about the only important thing of these events yeah is the exactly memes that come out it's, of it it's definitely the best part uh because i didn't have any stock in it so i didn't make millions of dollars so uh the first off i just think it's really interesting to see um kind of what happened i think it's a big deal or i think it could potentially become a big deal later uh this is kind of the first time where we've seen the power of kind of the masses and like, so being on Reddit, any of these forums, you know, Reddit's where this happened, but it, you know, the fact that it hasn't happened on a Facebook group or something else, there's all kinds of ways or, or potential places that this could have happened. But this is kind of the first time that we've seen all these people kind of get together. And I don't think it was on purpose this time around, but uh, they, you know, kind of band together and played the stock market game and i mean they didn't i don't think they did it on purpose i don't think it was anything illegal whatsoever uh, i think it was hilarious it's almost like a prank but they manipulated the stock the stock market and really kind of stuck it to the man i think it was definitely on purpose they knew exactly what they were doing they were explaining the short squeeze that they wanted to create that that whole time there's a lot of really smart dudes on there who knew exactly what, what they were doing if they had enough people buy into it, and they did. And, yeah, you're right. Some people, especially the people that uh, kind of started that movement, made out. They, they played the stock market game well, and, uh, yeah, and that's what the big guys are upset about. They won big like they normally do, so it's it was pretty funny. Yeah, I think it's amazing. I mean, I read an article in Wall Street Journal about Keith Gill, who is kind of the dude, one of the – he's kind of being – Hailed as like the godfather of it all, the the original OG. Um, I don't think I should say original though, right? In that original original, isn't that what OG stands for? Original gangster. Yeah. So that's supposed to what? One, right. I just said original OG. Yeah, that is redundant. Redundant. Okay. You're welcome. You're stupid, dumb. I'm a broadcaster. 
I have a podcast. Okay. <laughs> I'm a broadcaster. So, uh, yeah, so I think that's pretty interesting. I mean, this guy made like – or stands to make 20-something million dollars. Uh, the biggest thing that really stuck out and was a big deal, obviously, was Robin Hood kind of got thrown under the bus. But uh, they weren't just the – they were, I think, one of the bigger ones, but also TD Ameritrade, all of these – you know, trade, day trading apps, buy your phone, whatever, uh, they shut everything down. So all this is going on, they shut it down. Now they're claiming that it's because they had already borrowed $500 million. And again, this is in another, there's a, from the Wall Street Journal, it's, a, it's an article in there about kind of this whole situation. Basically, the CEO, CEO came out and said they borrowed $500 million last week. Then all this went, it got even more publicity, got more attention. So people are more and more people are buying and holding. And so if that's the case, I guess that makes sense. He basically was worried. He sh he froze all that stuff because he was worried about the financial well-being of Robin Hood. Um, the SEC is now looking into it, so we'll see how much truth there is there. Uh, but if that's the case and that's really all it is, then I guess that makes sense. But uh, I just read today that they have now raised – an extra three point, I believe it was three point four billion billion with a B, uh, from their stockholders as of today, February first. So, I'm you know kind of anxious to see if they're going to reopen trading of those those they kept calling them hot stocks, uh, the GameStop stock, the AMC, all the other stuff that was kind of getting frozen, uh, because that's what they did is really the only problem of this whole thing. I mean, for people to, for them to just out of nowhere decide, hey, you know what, we're not going to do this. It's for your own good, uh, and then they kind of freeze everything. And you've got people that have $10,000, tens of thousands of dollars in stock, and they can't trade it because it gets frozen by the man. I mean, that's just kind of insane and also illegal. Yeah, that's definitely the most concerning part of it is just uh, not allowing people to to buy or sell stock. Um and they didn't really, it wasn't even like they tried to pretend like it was a technical issue. They just straight up shut it down. Um, right. Because they, somewhere, you know, they needed to stop the hemorrhaging of cash that was happening to these hedge funds. But, um, yeah, it'll be interesting. I'm sure there'll be plenty of, you know, Senate hearings and uh, investigations and nothing to come of it. So. Yeah, well, speaking of the Senate, so, you know, you got to see a very nice classic display of Democrats versus Republicans. Um so now it says uh, there's an article out that basically said that the Democrats who are going to have a lot more say over the SEC because they have the House and they have a split Senate. Uh, they're, they're coming out with kind of some talk and some murmurs of maybe wanting to regulate these like Robin Hood and these type of apps and this type of way of trading. Um, Elizabeth Warren has a quote in here, and I quote, quote, and I quote. These wild fluctuations are just the latest indication that many private equity firms, hedge funds, and other investors, big and small, are treating the stock market like a casino, giving title consideration, giving, excuse me, little consideration to the companies, communities, workers, and consumers that may be affected by these risky bets. And that is Elizabeth Warren. Um, I mean, I don't think she's completely wrong here either, which kind of makes me want to throw up a little, but... Um, I do think that it's got to be taken, you know, if this continued in a, in a kind of a crazy way, I don't think it's an issue now. I think it's pretty awesome. Uh, I could see it getting worse where you get a lot of people in here trying to trying to actually manipulate the market. 
uh, in their best interest. Uh, and then on the uh, the other side, the polar opposite side, essentially, is you've got Republican Pat Toomey saying um, he's always said that so these low-cost trading platforms have largely been positive development for smaller investors and urged restraint. So he he said, and I quote, quoting, quote, I quote, when examining these episodes, regulators and Congress should tread with extreme caution and avoid needlessly inserting themselves into equity markets. Which I couldn't agree more. I think, yeah, there's some potential where this could get kind of crazy or bad in a way. But right now, I mean, nothing's happened. I think you just should stay the hell out of it because yeah, I never like I never like the idea of the government being in charge of anything, but. And, and yeah, again, if, if people's pure intention is to break the stock market, then no, that's not that's not productive at all. Short sellers, they do what they do because they're really good at it. And there's really nothing that wrong with it because they're usually just recalibrating the market when a company's overvalued. So if right. people want to stick it to short sellers like they're these horrible people just because they're really good at forecasting and the speculation of the market, then that's that's pretty stupid. But for those who made out on GameStop, good on you. That's awesome. Yeah, man. I think. I mean, I think it's overall it's great. I think it's it's a it's a good deal. Things It'll be, definitely be interesting to see going forward because there's going to be a whole lot of of people doing uh, call to Congress, call to testify investigations. And I mean, I don't foresee too much happening, but yeah, I, I hope that it that nothing really comes of it, and I hope that. Um, and unless it's unless it keeps happening, if it keeps happening, you know, if this is then and I I could see something coming from this, but or from it eventually, but uh, or maybe somebody having to step in the government, whatever. Uh, but uh, until then, it's been fun to watch. Good education too. Had to go learn what like a short squeeze was and stuff. So I had no. Dude, anytime I anytime we're like going to talk about something, I have to go on YouTube and find like the videos. That like it's like cartoon characters or stick figures drawn, and usually yes. like a British guy talking, and then I know it's going to be to the level that I can understand. Yeah, so, thank God for YouTube. <laughs> yeah, man, that was that was it was rough, but I I I learned I learned did something. You spoke you spoke very eloquently during that segment. Thank you. Sound, you. you sound thank very you. very expert like. So well, I do have a podcast. That's true. You're a broadcaster as well. I'm basically a broadcaster. All right, let's get into segment number one about t-shirts. Here we go. All right, so I we're trying to figure what out what we wanted to talk about this week. I had to, I wanted to think of something that like made me really mad for a long time, and that was for me oh, trying so to this find is be really deep. Yeah, this is <laughs> yeah really deep, almost as deep as wiping your butt, but not quite. So this indeed. Uh, finding a decent fitting t-shirt has been a like decade long struggle and it took me until probably like three months ago to actually solve this thing. So I'm just talking about plain t-shirts, no logos or pictures, just a regular colored t-shirt that actually fit. And do you, have you, have you had this problem at all? Dude, I 1000% not in just not even t-shirts but like i am i'm 510 i'm 210 pounds i'm on the muscular side of the spectrum i guess um such a sad big, life 
Yeah. Uh, they So when you're not, like, really big, like big and tall store big, uh, I, they don't make clothes for me. Yeah, they can't get the to proportions right. No. Because there's so few actual options, right? You just have to fit in, like, a medium, large, actual. Like, how do they not have, like smaller more subtle changes to shirts like a medium is going to be someone from five six to six feet like that's stupid so when when you're talking about shirts like with no logos and stuff are you talking about do you wear these on the outside or these undershirts no no no, outside okay i'm not talking thin material undershirt like white ones where your nipples are blasting through i'm talking like a Mm -hmm. solid like thicker plain t-shirt because i don't care what i wear that's all i want it's just like a solid color like well-fitted t-shirt and every time I try to find one, I'm constantly fighting whether to buy a medium and hope that it doesn't shrink or buy a large and hope that it isn't too big or too long and shrinks up enough to where I like it. And I, ha- I, can't, I can't win that battle either. So no matter what shirts I end up buying, it's either the sleeves and chest have enough room and are comfortable and then it's super tight or like around the waist which I don't understand how that's appealing at all. So many shirts fit fine up top. And then it's like spandex at the waist. So do you have like, I mean, dude, my butt is not that. No, no, my butt is not that big. My, I do not have childbearing hips. I don't understand why these shirts fit like that. What guy wants to wear a shirt that fits like that? More importantly, what chick wants to see that? Correct. They don't, no, that is not a flattering you, look. Even if you were a guy you. and you had beautiful bell-shaped curves, girls don't want to see it. <laughs> no. I think we're supposed to be looking like an apple, not a pear. And, like, the other thing that pisses me off is that I can – why is polos not that problem? Button-down shirts, not that problem. They fit great. Usually, like, the lengths are solid. No. See, I dis- that, that I have to disagree with you. I think I can't wear polos because of that. I feel like if I wear a polo – Butt down shirts, I agree. They're usually, I mean, I, I for the most part, I have found a few, especially now that like the the trend is going to untucking your keeping your button down untucked, because that's a beating, for, especially for five ten guy. Uh, because if I found a shirt that fit my shoulders and my chest and stuff, and I didn't look like a total douche, uh, it would be long enough to touch my knees. <laughs> And then I'd have to tuck it in. Oh, I'm so strong. I'm so big. My shirts don't fit. (laughs) Yeah. See, that's the problem is then you can't even complain because then you get shamed. You get Uh, muscle shamed. You're damn right. (laughs) Fucking cross country people. (laughs) I, that is, that's a legit problem though. I, I, I didn't think about that because for me, I just don't have a long torso. So I'm five, nine with a short torso. So like mediums will fit pretty much right everywhere except they're like short or they're just like tight around like the hips. And then I get a large and it's like long, like way too long, but it fits everywhere else. I'm like, yeah, if I could literally like cut this shirt three inches and then hem up the bottom again, it'd be fine. And so then I wash it in hopes that it shrinks and then it'll shrink like a medium on top and it's still stupid long. And I'm like, this is medium. Yeah. I'm like, this is just like, uh, and yet I keep doing it over and over. Every time I read a review, I'm, I'm the idiot that buys clothes based off reviews where people list like their height and weight. And I'm like, yeah, they're, that's pretty close to my height and weight. And then they'll be like, yeah, it's a perfect shirt. It's like, it's, it's baggy, but not too baggy. It's loose, but like somewhat form fitting. And then I don't buy one. I'll buy 10 of every color convinced that like, <laughs> this is the shirt. And yeah. then it'll come and I'll try it on. I'll be like, oh, it's a little big. And then I'll wash it and it'll shrink or 
I'll try it on and it's already too small before I wash it. And then I just give these shirts away. Like, oh, it's like a cycle of stupidity. Yeah, that's insane. I don't understand why. Like, I, I, I learned that a long time ago when I was when I used to buy pants because pants, I got weird shaped thighs. That's how I've always been. Um, pants don't fit me right. So I usually have to go. It's, a, it's quite the process. And I hate shopping so much, especially for clothes. It's, it's pure torture. So when I do find one, I usually buy one pair. And then even then, like, Renee's like, oh, okay, you like that pair, and we can, why don't we just order another one of those online? And I'm telling you, it doesn't work. You still order one. It's the same everything. Comes in the mail. Fits like garbage. Yeah. Oh, for sure. It's like wearing skinny jeans with that aren't supposed to be skinny jeans. It's just unbelievable. It's unbelievable how inconsistent it'll be. But yeah, no, yeah, shirts clothes, are the worst. Even with different sizes, it still just seems like you have to be so generic to fit into this stuff. Like if you're if you're not like the right. perfect medium, you made this medium to like one body type and size. It's not like a medium for all. And then you made a large for like one other guy. And there's like crazy differences between the two. So you're like, what about everyone in between there? Yeah, I think I kind of think the problem is a little bit is that the um, I feel like when they if you like because I get extra large so I wear an extra large shirt especially polos or whatever and then I feel like if they I think they're racist against fat people or something I don't know if that even makes sense <laughs> but, like if people extra the fat large, people aren't a race so they're certainly they're not sizest towards they're sizest <laughs> because if they it's like if you get an extra large then you they're just assuming that you're a fat extra large person because okay not a muscle, muscular. No, right, because then it's like, oh, you're extra large, but then I like the distance, the amount of like flowing robe that I have from like the chest down, because I don't have a huge gut or something. It's like every <laughs> extra large dude's supposed to have a gut, because it's like, my God, I could, I could fold this over like four more times and like make another shirt from just the bottom. It's That's insane. You, oh man, yeah, no, I agree. I, I feel like the best solution is like custom fitted T-shirts. Like legit. Yeah, but my God, who's gonna do that? I'm not gonna tailor my. Damn if all t-shirts. I wear, it's a yeah, t-shirt. but dude, if all I wear is t-shirts, all I want to wear is t-shirts, and they make it to where like you have legit fabric size, like everything. Why would you not want to? If you could reorder it, yes. Well, yeah, that would be. I'm just talking about tailoring. It. I'm not gonna tailor buy. A I'm not t-shirt no. And I'm not gonna go to Costco buy a thing of t-shirts and then go get it tailored. No, no. that's no, that's silly. But I don't. Maybe if I had twenty million dollars from Robinhood, I would. You wouldn't be wearing clothes if you had twenty million dollars from Robinhood. <laughs> this is us. You're right. You and I both know you'd never have a shirt on for the rest of your life. They're very restricted. <laughs> I will say though, I think in the last like three months, I think I found like the two solutions, and they're the only T-shirts I wear now. I got the medium classic fit. From LL Bean. Do you have, do you wear any LL Bean? No, I'm straight. Dude, come on, man. It's solid, solid clothes. Good I flannels. Mean, yeah. I don't even know it. Bro, you're just <laughs> I, being. I hear, when I hear LL Bean, I hear Gap, and I have no idea why. That I don't even know if that makes sense. Why are you hating on Gap? No, I don't. I've never shopped at Gap. Shopped at Old Navy though. Yeah, I, I feel like yeah, I definitely shopped at Old Navy because I'm a hit. They're all the same company. Why are you like upset with that? I know. Gap that's why I said when it's I'm literally a just Old Navy. No, I like to look down my short, stubby nose at people that 
go to Gap while I'm walking into Walmart to Old Navy. <laughs> <Walmart. laughs> yeah, yeah. Because you didn't like the clothes at Old Navy. No, you want. Oh my God, you want to talk about like the worst fitting cut clothes ever? Go to Walmart and buy Puritan brand, which is the Walmart brand. Mm. That's the craziest freaking shirt sizings you'll ever put on your body. Just go try it one time, and you just it, don't buy one though. Like an idiot, don't buy ten of them. Just go try one on, and a medium is like, I'm telling you, dude. Do you try on? Do you try on t-shirts? Uh, That's no, weird, man. Not a shirt, not a t-shirt. It was a long sleeve shirt. Thank you very much. Was it a pullover? But it was. What does that mean? It's a was shirt. It, was it buttoned up? Like, did you have to pull it over your head like a t-shirt? Yeah. Then that's a t-shirt, man. You're trying on t-shirts. It had long sleeves. Yeah, but you're nasty. <laughs> what if somebody else put their disgusting, sweaty body through? You think Walmart's washing those after that? I wasn't sweating. No, you, maybe you weren't. But what if the person before you is nasty like you and tried it on? Well, then we're probably both immune to whatever we're carrying, so we're fine. <laughs> All right. But that... I do have. I will say, I have one shirt that my grandmother, God rest her soul, who passed away. Uh, I have one shirt. It has like three buttons at the top. It's a pullover, and it's long sleeved. It's wear like it a time of the winter. It is a Puritan brand, but it is a unicorn shirt <laughs> because it fits great. It has like three little buttons on top, dude. I swear to God, I've had I've had so many people, girls and guys, ask me where I got that shirt, and they're like, "I really like that shirt. That really looks good on you. Where did you get it?" And I'm like. My grandmother got it at Walmart for me, but I still uh, wear it, and it's unbelievable. Because I swear to God, every time, every winter, every time I wear it, someone it never fails. Someone stops me. He's like, "I really like that shirt. That looks good." So I've got this T-shirt where I got it from um, this nonprofit. They gave us this shirt. So the the company, not the not the nonprofit, but the company is called District, and it says "Perfect Try" on it. And this shirt does fit really well. So I don't know if it's the company or I don't know what perfect try means. I got no idea. But um, that feel, fits really good. So it's it's kind of like that, you know, form-fitting kind of makes you feel like your arms are bigger than they are. And then um, – but not, you know, loose enough to where you don't look like a complete asshat walking around with a medium shirt on. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, if people spent more time figuring out this problem – they would be kings of the world. So before you said this, I'm not going to lie to you. There was on, I think there's a Facebook ad that I saw, or maybe it's Instagram. I have no idea, but of like the perfect and their whole thing is it's the perfect fitting t-shirt. And then you said you want to talk about this. So I kind of thought maybe you were, I mean, I guess apparently your phone was just reading your mind and then sent me the, the commercial. Yeah. We got to stop talking together. I know. Because after that EDC one, I was getting sent ads about those wallets with those tools those on there. Dango wallets. And I said, I said, wallets. I've never, I haven't looked up wallets. I haven't looked up EDC and I've never put Dango in there. And right after we do that podcast, that's my ads popping up on the internet. Come on. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Well, it's listening to you. That's a fact. And they're awesome wallets. And I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, I don't really like uh, Zuckerberg listening to all my stuff too, but um, that's how I found that wallet. 
it came up on like Instagram, and it's my favorite wallet ever. So <laughs> it's a reason they're as rich as they are, man. Because that's yeah. <laughs> that that advertising. <laughs> we can hate it all day until we're like, oh my goodness, I don't need that at all, but I want it, and then you just buy it. So, dude, it's sweet. I mean, I was looking, I was looking for wallets though, so I probably had had hit a bunch of search engine stuff, but dude, I it's an awesome wallet. So, all right, well, what it is. That's all I had on t-shirts. So. Uh, fascinating on to segment number two you ready for this this is a good one yeah what are we doing all right the questionnaire oh yeah here we go segment two okay bring it on let's do it all right i came across this stupid but kind of funny uh survey questionnaire thing it was 21 weird things almost all guys do but don't realize as told by women so i'm gonna read these to you steve-o and you need so to. So you're gonna read this in a woman's voice? No. My own voice is oh. fine. I know it's what you want to hear in this situation, anyways. And I need you to tell me how true these are. Fine. All right. Number. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make believe that you're a woman. That's fine. Could you just identify as a woman for like just this segment? Done. Okay. Thank you. All right. Perfect. Number one, the pants slap. Slapping his pockets before he leaves the house to ensure his wallet and phone are there. Do you do that? Hundred thousand percent, every time. I do that too. You shouldn't have to because yeah. your pants fit so tight. You should clearly be able to know what's in there. Uh, being a victim of ADHD, sir, that's not a funny joke. Well, you don't put things in your front pocket, though, so you don't slap your front. Right? I do put things in my front <laughs> pocket. I just don't put a wallet in my front pocket. <laughs> Number two. <laughs> Wallets do not go in front pockets. All right, moving on. Lowering his voice by an octave when talking to his dad on the phone. <laughs> All right, so I didn't think I did this one. Yeah, you do. Um, and then my dad called me the other day, and I definitely do that one for oh, sure. Oh, man. You're it's always the same thing every time. Hey. Hey, what's up? Hey. Hey. I, but just, I think he does it too. Is it just like because you're always chasing him in life that you always feel like you're a little behind the masculinity curve to your dad? It's just no yes, matter what stage in yeah. life you're at. Well, you know, in like, there, I mean, we could go. I, well, we probably will have this talk uh, at some point on this podcast because I really want to. But, um, you know, there's a lot of books. There's a lot of psychology behind that. But, um, dude, I mean, your dad is, if you have a good, healthy relationship with your father, let's put that, that's definitely part of the uh, equation. I mean, that's kind of like what, that's that's what a man is to like 95% of men is their father is kind of like the man assuming that it's a good relationship and there's all that too but of course dude yeah you gotta you gotta be that was deep man thanks (laughs) number three when you ask him a question and he can't decide whether he should answer with a lie he'll say what to buy more time that's stupid everyone does that that's a dumb one that absolutely i don't think everyone every single person stalls in a lie by saying what yeah plus i'm also i can't i can't hear great so number four you can't either correct number four conversely raising his voice by an octave when trying to sound polite or empathetic oh 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 absolutely so this is actually (laughs) especially if you're on the phone this is how you just sell to people okay quick sales class when you are a guy and you're selling over the phone you have to have it's called the like everybody called it customer service voice it's also the salesman voice if you're a dude you can't you, you can't be real direct and like all deep voiced you got to be 
Hey, hi, is this Shick? Yeah? Do you have a couple seconds of your time? Yeah, put him in that just, safe I just want to ask you a couple things. Yeah, real. I mean, knowing yeah. you, that is terrifying. That You sound like a psycho if that's how you talk. Right. Knowing that's you. You're looking at. <laughs> knowing you. But you're also looking at me through the thing. So if you can't see me and you don't know me, then that's fair. It works. All right. Number five is one of my favorites. Bonding with other guys by hating each other's interests. Oh, a thousand percent. Yeah, that's a solid one. Oh, my God. Especially, like, you hate their teams. Like, I hate golf. So, I, man, I I don't really even hate golf. I just like to say that I hate golf. You play golf. We play golf. You and, yeah, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like I, But I love saying how much I hate golf. My father-in-law loves golf. It just chaps his ass every time <laughs> I talk about it. It's amazing. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's, it's part of talking trash. Number six, grimacing while he struggles to pull his wallet from his back pocket while sitting down. Yes, I do that. I definitely, like, have the grimace when I sit down a lot of times. And almost most of the times it's needless. It is just, like, it just naturally happens as I start bending over. that I just, like, Ugh. I don't know why. What are you doing when you bend over a lot? Oh man, just when you go to sit down and you're trying to like pull something out, it's just like naturally, you're like you're just grimacing like that. Yeah. I'm just agreeing with the. But you were talking about, okay. No, I I do the same thing, but I definitely do it more when I stand up and stuff and make that noise. Um, like oh, you know, and and actually I did it so much when Lily was really little. I'm pretty sure we have videos of her like she would stand up when she's like you know one and a half two and she'd go ah, like <laughs> make this weird noise. <laughs> Seven, not washing his bed sheets for long periods of time, like months. That's stupid. A lot of like, especially when you're like a, when you're like a young dude. I, you're a young single dude. You're probably not washing your sheets that often. No, every dude doesn't do that. I didn't know that you were supposed to wash your sheets. I didn't like. Renee would come over dear while we were in college, man. She would like. She would just wash them for me, and I was like, "What are you doing? You washed those last week." Yeah. Like, yes. They have to be washed every week. You're making them too like, soft. Why? I like that cardboard feeling when you first yeah. take it out and never wash it. It's sweating yeah. it. Yeah, and they get all scratchy. It helps me scratch my back. It's nice. Exfoliating. All right, number eight. I mean, we halfway addressed this last week. Taking so long to poop. Really, what's going on in there? Did you fall in? Is it a Narnia situation? Well, I think we established last week that if, if we have a flawless victory – we're going right out. So you can assume if you're in there for a long time that they're probably avoiding you or it's a disaster in there. Yeah, this is definitely, if you're a father of children as opposed to father of aliens, you <laughs> definitely are avoiding, you're just enjoying the peace and quiet. Yeah. Because I do that 100%. And then you get the little like kid fingers under the door and it's so creepy. Just want to poop and have peace and quiet. The poop takes two minutes, and then twenty-eight is just on your phone, like uh, reading up yeah. on the news and checking emails. And yeah, hanging out on your phone, just enjoying the quietness. Sometimes I just sit there and stare at the wall because my kids aren't yelling at me, and then my legs now go numb, and then it's, <laughs> then it's time to get up. And you go. know, your feet are purple. It's time to get up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. go be a daddy. Number nine, taking his shirt off by pulling the neck hole over his head. Yep. That's how I take my shirt off. I do that. I when I read that, I was like, "Is there? Is that like a weird way to do it?" I have no idea. I mean, I'm kind of assuming that. 
I do take it off from the bottom though. Like girls a take it off like that from the bottom. Yeah, they t I like to do that, or maybe like I do a real slow, like if, if it's a thing, to, if I'm trying to strip for Renee to entice her into making mm. love with me. That normally doesn't work, but that's good to know. Number, yeah, thank you. Number ten, when hugging another man, clapping them on the back twice. I don't know. See, I've always, but I've I do the side. Times. I do like the, but like the handshake into like the chest shoulder yep. bump, and then like you but tap with one hand. Around. Yeah. Yeah, that's the. But bro you do hug. it three times because I thought it was I'm not gay. I thought it was the I'm not gay pat. <laughs> I'm not worried that's about someone, it, so I'm not. I, swear, <laughs> I don't care either. But someone told me that a long time ago. But ever since then, I, I've always noticed it's always three pats on the back. And it's That's like, what someone came up with that. That's so dumb. People are. I don't know. I didn't it was know. Definitely that. when they were, we weren't as woke as we are now. That's for sure. Number eleven, keeping large amounts of change around his room in some form, usually in a container or scattered around the floor. I I never have change ever. Never. And never. it's 2021. I don't even have cash. Yeah. And I sure shit don't put it on the floor because my dog would eat it. Yeah, that's no. Twelve that's ask the worst one of this whole thing. Uh, this one's not great. Twelve asking how long they need to put something in the microwave. What? What's wrong with that question? Yeah, see, I don't think there's anything wrong with that question. I also don't do. I don't put things in the microwave. I have an, We have an air fryer now, and that is how I reheat stuff. It's the bomb. I don't cook. I don't either. Like, but when I reheat what we, other people cook. That's what I probably don't do that either. Well, you're just I'm probably the, the laziest human when it comes to food prepping ever. I still don't think that one's very weird. Anyways, 13 snot rockets in the shower. It is like medically proven that you should blow your nose in the shower because it's just like the perfect conditions to get all that crap out of there. Yeah. And I think you're full of garbage. If you are a woman and you say you don't do that. Yeah. I've because heard you I've do. heard it. Oh, yeah. I seen it. All right, 14. Liking sports teams and musicians, they'll almost beat each other up over how bad the other team's players are, but afterward they want to see each other again and are weirdly satisfied. <laughs> that's, a, that's a pretty good one. Yes, I think that's a, that one's very accurate. I think that, but I think the part I like the most is just how just brutally mean we are to each other, like to the point where we get very angry. And still love each other like the next day. Like, yeah. It's never happened. Even they at, just can't do that. Even at the end of it, they're just like, all right, we'll see. We'll do this again tomorrow. All right, have a good one. Yeah, hug, pat on the back. <laughs> Three pats. Beer, beer my house tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> what the hell else am I going to do? That's a good one. 100%. All right. Women are just jealous. 15, making weird faces while playing video games, especially when stuck or rapid firing. Everybody makes funny faces when they're playing video games. Yes. And if you want to make the best faces, actually, you can't really see their face. Have you played, um, what is it, virtual reality? Is it like the Oculus things you're talking about? Yeah, the big ones. Like, yeah. So my buddy's got like a full-on setup, like 10 by 10, creates this whole thing. Jeez. Dude, he came over to my house, and we he set it up here. And I recorded Renee while she was playing. And you feel, because it's so like you can't hear anything, you can't see anything you're in the game and so you're just you're doing your thing and it was one of those ones where you have like the lightsabers and you're cutting the boxes and you have to like dodge them and she thought she looked so cool but when you in reality you're like, <laughs> you're like, oh, like, oh, like you're halfway seizing 
<laughs> he uh, looks so redu- just ridiculous and uncoordinated. Good. It makes it's it's that is that's very fun. Yeah, that's everybody. Should definitely do that. There's some good videos of people like breaking stuff when their parents are doing it or something. Yeah, but yeah, this one is pretty solid. 16 peen on the sides of the toilet so it makes less noise. Of course, that's just being polite. That's everybody. What's wrong with that? That's everybody. You Again, know, that's just jealousy that they can't aim it the way we can. Hey, all right, weird thing. And this, I was at the airport, and that's the only reason I'm thinking of it. They had those urinals that go all the way to the floor. Uh huh. I hate those urinals because I learned like very quickly going to sporting events. A lot of them have those, and if you're wearing shorts and sandals, no matter where uh-huh. you, well, no matter where you pee on that stupid ass urinal, it's going all over your legs and your feet. Yeah, like, whoever engineered that is an asshole yeah and he did it on purpose and i tried every different possible spot of those things like you're not getting no splash no you could like disgusting like you'd basically have to press your stomach against it like (laughs) just straight straight down down. (laughs) like maybe that's why people do that maybe that's why people do that i always thought they were just like super self-conscious because there were no dividers with those that maybe yeah that they were just like sticking it maybe you know what (laughs) i think you just solved that those are the geniuses god that's they are all right 17 being able to sit in the same place and not talk i mean i sleep all the time i don't know what i mean i'm i'm also a talker so i don't know i can sit quietly for like an hour but I don't feel like I have to talk like we I mean, I do. So I do think that like when I go fishing, I fish with my dad or something. We'll be sitting in a boat and like we'll talk a good bit on the way there. But like when we get there, I mean, we'll probably go three hours and not say but four words. And yes, like, Renee will come home. Renee's like, what you guys talk about? I'm like, um, <laughs> not a lot. I don't know. And that's why fishing? it was. And that's why it was a good day. No, it's great. All right, 18, the condiment slam. They don't simply set the nearly empty ketchup bottle on its lid for a gravity assist. Instead, they'll slam it against the counter just like it just insulted their mother. Everyone, who's going to sit there and wait for gravity to take over? You slam. That's stupid. That's dumb. 19 (laughs) is the best. The awkward crab, the awkward crab sideways step when trying to unstick their balls from their thigh. <laughs> oh, it's so true. Oh, it's a thousand percent true. Especially, I mean, I don't know how. What else are you supposed to do? You can't, especially if you're walking in public. You can't reach your hand down there and pull that is, it off your leg. That is such a polite way to do it. Yeah, you just kind of like it, stanky leg it, like just oh, kick it out real man. fast. Yeah, shake your legs like you're about to run a race. You're just like, shake out the quads, baby. If you're not moving, you could ring the bell, is what we used to call it. You get your legs just far enough apart, and then you just kind of like shimmy back and forth enough to kind of get them wiggling. So you're ringing the bell against your legs. Basically, that kind of airs things out, gets things. It works. It's good. Yeah. You got to have those tactics. You can't do that walking. Especially in humid, humid environments. All right, 20, when they don't know each other but are thrown into a social situation like a double date, they instantly become besties and have a sort of secret bro handshake every guy seems to know. I, I don't, I've never even been on like a forced double date where I don't know somebody. I've been on like one or two, and I mean, we didn't create a unless – unless it's talking about like the actual handshake you just talked about where you like 
you know, you like shake hands and then you. Yeah. That's like the generic bro hug. Yeah. I don't don't think that's, that's not a secret. She's just clearly not around men a lot. Um, I think uh, I do. So what that one reminds me of though is I think, I don't know if it was a meme or something, but I saw it a while back and it was like the differences like man versus men versus women. (laughs) It was like women going to a party and see another woman wearing the same dress and they become mortal enemies for the rest of their lives. And then it was like men going to the, going to a party and a dude has the same shirt on they do and they're instantly best friends. <laughs> I think Yeah, that's so true. I think that's extremely accurate. So that's what that made me think of. Well, think about the other one too. It's like you become weirdly satisfied with people just by hating their interests. So you could be like as a guy, you can like all the same things and be like this dude's awesome or you can hate everything and be like, yeah, but we just like gave each other crap the whole night and it was equally awesome. Yes. Yeah, there's some definitely leveling. I think we just like being around other dudes. That regardless. Is. This last one, uh, I wish they would have ended on a better one. Uh, 21, sticking a hand down their pants while watching TV. No reason, really. Just because. You never need a reason. No, it's your best friend. You have to check on them every once in a while. Say hello. Um just give them some loving. I mean, you're not even like, you're not really doing anything. So it's, you're just, I don't know, hanging I mean, out. It's just the easiest way to adjust and readjust, especially if you're at home. It's like, what, what, right. It doesn't matter. It's just what I'm going to do. No, I've, I've, Renee's asked me that before. She's like, are you like playing with yourself? And I'm like, no, just sitting here watching TV. <laughs> My God. It's a guy just, thing. Renee, like, well, your pa- come your on. Hands are down your pants. All right. I don't know my wife. She sounds exactly like that, by the way. She does. So those are kind of fun. Some There were some pretty funny ones on there. Some that were kind of obvious or stupid. But uh, all right. With that, let's get it to Steve-O's segment number three. Here we go. Boo. Okay. So uh, what we are going to talk about here in the ADD corner today is, uh, first off, we're gonna be, I've got a little update for you and everyone else. Um, really appreciate the feedback. A lot of you talked about or gave me some, uh, some feedback on, um, the butt wiping stuff and you are welcome. <laughs> you know, I enlightened a lot of you. A surprising um, a amount of feedback. I think I strengthened a lot of men and their self-confidence about using baby wipes. Cause I had a few of those people reach out to me. So you're welcome. And, um, I did have one though that I, I have to tr- I have to share with you, and I didn't I didn't tell you this before because I wanted it because it's so amazing. So one of the guys, his name is we'll just say his name is John, because that's his real name, and we're <laughs> and we're. <laughs> well, all right, what's his last name? Where does he live? Well, hell, G- John's g- uh, generic enough anyway. It doesn't matter. Um, he's a Marine, oh, veteran. Gross. He's an ex-Marine. I like to say. No such thing. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> so, so we uh, – he spells his name wrong too, which is not a surprise. So, all right, so he listens to it. You know, I'd ask for some feedback because this, this guy's a pure asshole, right? He's, he's the greatest guy ever, so you know he's going to tell you the truth. So, uh, he said – I forgot what I was doing. I was out with a customer, 
and my phone goes off. Like he, this, this dude texted me like nine times. And I kind of like, I saw it kept popping up and I just didn't, I, I tried, I stayed true and paid attention to my friend that I was in front of. So he finally said, so I literally sent eight texts that gradually escalated to obscene to the wrong Steven. <laughs> and then he screenshotted what he sent me. So to this other guy, he said, bro, not done yet, but I stand to wipe. Not a full stand. Think 45 degree half squat. <laughs> Laughing till I cry at dude wipe story from Buddy. Great podcast. Huge improvement. Oh, just going to ignore me, huh? What's her name? I hope you're happy together. I'm done. Please don't leave me. I love you. And so that's like different messages each time. <laughs> and so finally, whoever this Steve Pickard guy is, he's also my hero because he goes, ha, 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 man, this is Pickard, but I'm getting a lot of enjoyment out of this, waiting for you to figure it, figure it out. And he goes, dang, my buddy has a podcast that is hilarious. He asked me for feedback. Oh, so, dude, that is that is perfect. Just to text a random dude, the angle at which you stand to wipe your own ass is amazing. Kudos to him for the honesty. Yeah. No, he's weird. And, <laughs> I mean, that doesn't surprise uh, Like, if you knew the guy, you're like, oh, okay. So, like, your type of population. Is that going to be the mark of how you judge somebody? You're going to be like, that dude, just, yes. that dude just looks weird. I guarantee he stands when he wipes his butt. Something's off. Something like weird about him. He's a stand wiper. That's for sure. It's got to be it. That's how I'm going to gauge every boyfriend that Lily thinks she's ever going to date. Oh, dude. <clears throat> Don't go there. Too soon. I'm going to ask that kid every time. <laughs> stand or sit. That's the first thing I'm going to say to him. I don't even ask his name. Uh, oh, God. That poor it's gonna girl. It's going to suck for her, but I'm going to have a lot yeah, of Yeah, that poor girl. All right, man. What are we talking right. about here? All right. So, um,. The bar was set pretty high. I don't know if I can, if I can top wiping peop- your own ass, apparently. So uh, I did start doing some thinking. I want to talk about some people. Some of my favorite hobbies is people watching. And uh, we've talked about in the previous segment that I am a little bit of a meathead. So uh, I wanted to talk about the people that you meet or see in the gym today. So... Uh, if you go to the gym for more than, I don't know, like a week, uh, but especially if you go for like, let's say you, you, you gut it out and you go for the whole year, there are always, and I don't care what gym you're in, I don't care what part of the country you're in, I've even been in gyms in Afghanistan, pretty much the same, except maybe a couple one-offs that are going to be a little bit different. But I kind of want to go through some of the people that you most likely will encounter at the gym okay let's do it i'm excited okay so first up we've got bodybuilder dude okay bodybuilder dude is like the one actual bodybuilder that's there he's 15 times the size of everyone else in the gym his shoulders look like bowling balls he's think about like uh the pit bull guy and uh in oklahoma state (laughs) right just purple skin is just yeah yes like the dude who's like you see a couple big dudes you're like oh man that guy's pretty big oh that guy's pretty big and then that one guy walks in that have calves like the size of children and you're like oh my god what is that and it turns out he's like an actual bodybuilder 
they don't. They're hard to find, but they they usually go to one of the big box gyms every once in a while. You see one, and it's mind blowing. Some of these dudes are just giant, and it's it's scary. Really, it's scary how giant they are. Are they doing they're that for like five foot eight? Are they doing that for attention? Because there's way better gyms they could probably go to as a like professional bodybuilder than to wait yeah, we've for a, a lot of, of equipment or just be around a bunch of non really. I think I, I think know. some of it's just to just to feel superhuman, but then also because it doesn't seem like it's always the same guy. It's rare that they're like that. That's their home gym. I think it's sometimes just people like traveling or something. Yeah, and they've just got to work out because that's what they do. Um, I have no idea, but yeah, that or it's just so they could like they're just trying to pick up chicks and they can't go anywhere else. Um, all right, so there's also there's there's different forms of these, but it's definitely gotten. I feel like it's gotten worse since the invention of like the yoga pant thing. There's a couple different offshoots of these people too. So there's the girl. What's wrong with that invention? We're gonna get there. There's really nothing wrong with it most of the time. So <laughs> there's girls, the girl with an extremely little clothing on. I swear to God, I had there was one time she had a skin tone colored, very small sports bra, and like the smallest shorts ever. And as I'm like walking and turning, I could have sworn she was shirt like had no top on at all, had no shirt on, and she's sitting there like doing flies or something. It's just, I don't know, man. Like I don't get. Dude, they're trying to get, get the eyes. That's all it is, man. Like they want everyone to like have to double take like that. Why else would you wear that? <sighs> no, yo, I don't know. I I don't know. Especially skin like, color. Like we get it. There's, yeah, that was weird, dude. It was weird. Like I felt uncomfortable because I thought like someone had like actually lost their mind and was she was just working out without a shirt on. So I immediately ran over there to inspect it. <laughs> <laughs> I shoved a child out of the way to make sure she was okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah I didn't want her to get hurt because she was she lost her mind, obviously. Uh, um, but she was fine, so I walked away disgusted. Um, then we have. Uh, so we have – so with the yoga pants, we've got, like, two different breeds of women inside the yoga pant world. Actually, three now that I'm thinking about it. So there's the third – there's one is that's kind of, like, the bigger, broader one is the person who should not be wearing yoga pants. I'm sorry, but if you – Why you got to hate, man? Let them live their lives. On. Let them live their Come truth. On. Come on. I mean, I'm, I'm proud of you, but Jesus – and then there's also the girl with like the the yoga shorts on that your ass hangs out the back or doesn't hang because it's the stuff's too tight and it gets annoying. I'm not gonna lie to you. They're it's, like, it's, it's like underwear, like boy shorts. Yeah, and I don't know why, but it's again, man, it's like, and maybe it's just because I'm old now. But it, these girls are always seem like they're like they barely look 18. It's uncomfortable. Looks, uh, all I can think about is my daughter, and I'm like, please, just stop it. Stop it. Go put clothes on. Wear a long shirt, something. Go buy, borrow a shirt from Schick. He, he has like 15. Yeah, years. they're like dress shirts at this point because I can't find one that fits. So um, so you've got those, and then you've got the, uh, the see-through yoga pant girl. 
So I don't know if you're aware of this. This actually was a problem for a while. So Lululemon even came out with, which is a high-end brand of like yoga pants. They're the like really expensive. They actually had a recall because the way the fabric was or whatever, they were basically, if you stretched them, so if you bent over, they were essentially completely see-through. So like it was a big deal. So there are yoga But they were pants. solid colors though? You're talking like it, they yeah, were like black. black? It doesn't matter if it's, yes, it could be uh, black, but like it was this, like you're, you could still see pretty much everything. So if you were squatting or lunging, anything that stretched it along your butt, like basically everybody in the gym is going to be able to see what, you know, <laughs> how well you wipe. So um, <laughs> we... So that's where I, I've actually had one of these, and I, dude, it was the most uncomfortable I have ever felt in a gym, um, because she, I don't think she was. Maybe she was older than I, than I thought she was, but she, it, it, for the most part, she looked like she was like sixteen, seventeen. Oh no, dude! And it was so I'm, I am doing. I think I'm either curling or something. I'm somewhere, and she's in front of me. She walks in front of me. I don't really care. I'm not thinking anything about it. And then she starts stretching because there was like a window. It was kind of where like the abs and stuff were. So it wasn't, a, it wasn't just random. It was kind of an appropriate place to stretch. So dude, she, she bent over and I, I got scared. I looked away. <laughs> I was like, Oh my God. You just wait for Chris Hansen from MSNBC to come oh, out. My, exactly, Be like, dude. I'm like, what were you oh looking my at? God. I'm pretty sure like there was so many, like there was, uh, it was awful. So I, dude, I freaked out. I was like, I call, I texted Renee. It was like, okay, if you were 17 and you were wearing pants that if you bend over, they're completely see-through, would you want to know? Or should you just let... Yeah, but let you got to go You gotta go tell another female to tell her. Exactly. So I didn't want to do it anyway, thank God. And I was right, and you were right. And Renee was like, yes, but not you. <laughs> so I'm like, no, 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 no. You are the but last that. person to go near this poor no, girl. yeah. <laughs> so I ran over. I walked over to this other girl who looked roughly the same age-ish, and I, I kind of went over to her. I said, hey, um, this is weird, but um, this chick over here behind me, her pants are completely see-through. Like, if she looks, if she bends over, they're insane. It's, like, ridiculous. And so she's like, oh, my God, that's terrible. Okay. And I said, would you mind, like, could you go tell her? <laughs> And so she's like, absolutely. So it just so happens the girl like walks into the bathroom. She follows her in and I moved on to a different machine at this point. So I'm lifting the girl comes back to me. Not the, not the see-through pants girl. The girl I asked the, this right, right. saint of a lady comes over a little bit more attitude this time. And she goes, yeah, um, I'm pretty sure she knew. And I think she's doing it on purpose. <laughs> She said, I hope you enjoyed the show. No, I didn't see it, it, but she, I guess the girl basically blew her off and was like, oh, I know, and just walked off. That's that's even. I guess she just did it. Yeah. That's disturbing. Gross. Dude, I'm telling you, this this chick was too young. Can there be some like, too young. Can there be some like reverse indecent exposure from a minor to an adult in that situation? Be like, what is this little girl doing? She knows better than this. I don't know. This is inappropriate. She may not have been. She may have been 18. I don't freaking know. At this point, like 25-year-old girls sometimes look like they're 10. So I, I, I don't know. But it was uncomfortable. So see-through yoga pant girl, make sure, ladies, the zero of you that listen to this podcast, 
for guys if you buy yoga pants for your lady friend i like how i like addressing the audience that we don't have kind of makes me feel more like a broadcaster um but yeah make sure that they are you can bend in them and they won't be able to see your wife's lady parts so is it weird for girls to try on yoga pants is that not something See, you have to try? You don't, weird. You don't, I know it is, but do you think they try them on? Or is that something where, like, yeah. they're spandex, so, like, they're probably going to fit those signs? No, they – no, there's, like, a whole thing to them. Oh, that's worse than – that's, that's worse than T-shirts, man. Yeah, I was going to say, that's actually – she said it's – they're, they're a pain. And then they stretch out. Some of them will stretch out. So, like, you think they fit, and then you walk in them for, like, a day, and then they're, like – They're, like, loose-fitting all of a sudden. I don't know. Hmm. Just chalk it up to another reason of – 10 million why i'm thankful i'm a guy not a girl um all right so one of these so this caveat too in case it sounds like i'm being too judgy um other than the women part i have been pretty much all of these at one stage in my life or the other but especially this one which is the band of high school boys <laughs> with sleeveless t-shirts and or wife beaters on all around one machine so there's all there's like a little hot like a little pack that they move around in throughout the gym you can watch them nine there's like five or six there's never like two or three it's always like five to seven seven dudes really skinny they don't have any muscle but they always have to sleep the shirt on again that was definitely me uh i think that's like the only time i ever rocked sleeveless shirts was when i had no business wearing a sleeveless shirt you were wearing them at Oklahoma State when you were getting pretty big. Yeah, I know, but then I met Brian. I had to stop because he, he basically called, he called you out on the D, stop. Yeah, the D bag. He said, was like, quit that. Yeah, said, Roger that. Um, but yeah, like I said, so I was, I was one of these dudes at one point or another, but it, I love this group because they're always like, it's just hilarious because there'll be six dudes, kids, like sitting next to it, and there's only one machine. Like they never split it up. <laughs> It never occurs to either one of them to be like, hey, we should like – maybe some of y'all could do a different yeah. test or exercise. We don't need no, 10, no, no, no. 10 minutes between reps here, guys. Nope, nope. They do seven people, one bench, and they all rotate through. It's it's funny unless you're waiting on that machine or bench, then you're screwed because that sucks. Yeah. Um, one of my favorites that I see still to this day – I feel like they've gotten older in age, so maybe it's like a uh, a generational thing. But the um, always see showing off his nipples guy. What? Are you talking about the shirt they wear? Yes. Okay. So there's like they, they cut they cut up like a shirt like like with crazy spaghetti strap up top and like. Yep. Yeah. It doesn't matter. So you either got they cut in a the only constant is it's cut. They don't buy shirts like this. No. They make shirts like this. So they get a T-shirt, they cut them way in, way too far in, and their nipples are showing every time. It's just a V-cut in the front. Yeah, they basically make this deep U-shape so that their their nipples always hang out at any direction, <laughs> at any angle, no matter what. And it doesn't matter. And it's free the nipple, bro. I swear, I swear they're now in like their forties. Um, so the nipples are starting to hang a little lower, maybe point down to the ground a little bit. But um, they stop taking care of themselves. They got gray hairs, yeah. so, like sprouting all around it. Yeah, they're, they're. I feel like they're always overly tan, like oh, reddish yeah. tan, because they've been out in the boat, you know, just cru- cruising. But um, 
dude, I don't know. I don't know what it is. You get next to them every time. There's always at least one, always in every gym. I promise you. Nipple guy. I feel like when I was in high school, when I was in high school, that guy always had like a red lifeguard shirt that they cut into that. Like that was like, that was a huge thing in like the early 2000s. Like it was that lifeguard or that whatever beach, like red shirt. I feel like down here, it's like, it's like an old no fear shirt. (laughs) No fear. With the two eyes. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. I feel like it's a no fear shirt with some kind of like Confederate flag on the back. Nipples just hanging out every time. Like, like, oh man, need some like MC hammer pants to go with those. So, uh, then this is the probably one of the newer ones. Okay, because you always get screamer guy. That feel like that's always a you know that's a staple in every gym. Um, and then you've got uh, you got the badass chick, and you always got the badass dude. They're they're usually younger, so maybe like in their they're like they're like adult they're like our age like in their thirties, but they're like I don't know the dude who should be walking around with his nipples hanging out, the girl with that you know is like some kind of freak physique model or something they both just they're, yeah they're like me hanging out um yeah yeah i got it you painted the perfect yeah. picture man i got it yeah no you're definitely a physique model chick for sure so we like they're like those people there's always like one or two sometimes they're like married great job it's like the ones you just kind of like you stop and like stand at attention for when they walk by <laughs> Give them a little salute because you're like, damn, you guys are, y'all are on point. Whatever you're doing, keep doing it. Um, and then there's the badass old woman. It's basically that couple that are now in their 80s, 70s or something. I'll never forget. I Why is it girls, though, more than guys? I like You don't see too many, like, grandpas out there crushing it like the old ladies, though. Uh, I have. Here in Texas, where real men live, yes, right. we do. All right. <laughs> No, so we had like this one dude who's like 65. Not that that's that old this now, but um turns out I'm sitting here talking to this guy. I see him a lot in the gym over and over again, so we start talking a little bit. Um he actually chewed my ass out for not wearing a belt during super heavy deadlifts, but um moving on. <coughs> Moved on from that. I got a belt, so then he was nice to me. And it turns out this sucker's a, like a he's a powerlifter. But like He's like 160 pounds, man. Like you never would guess it in a million years. So I'm talking to him one day. It turns out he holds two world records. Damn. For deadlift. For deadlift in his age group. Like mind-blowing. Super cool dude. Um, really impressive. He, de- he deadlifted like 700 pounds. Oh, that's he weighed 170, I think, in his competition or 168, something like that. Um, that's absurd. Freak of nature. And then I had this same same gym, had this other girl. This woman was much older, had to have been 80s. And I was like, so I walked over trying to be a gentleman <coughs> because there was a plate. It was way too high up. And so she was trying to rack it. And so I ran over to, like, grab it. It's a 45-pound plate, so I'm trying to, like, pull it off or about to pull it off for her. And she's like, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm racking the weight. Helping? I'm helping? <laughs> And she kind of laughed, and she's like, you don't have to do that. And I was like, okay. So this lady, like, ripped that thing off and, like, dropped it with one. I swear to God, she had to have been over 80. And she had, like, these muscles and stuff, dude. It was so impressive. It's like the Wedding Crashers' grandma. She's like, I can do it it myself, asshole. 
Yeah. <laughs> she was nice, but she definitely was giving me crap. She messed with me, and it, I think she saw she caught me off guard for sure. Um, Good for Granny. Yeah. Then uh, got the loner. Okay, so there's always one, usually a power lifter, and or usually not a bodybuilder because they like the attention. The power lifter also like goes off to the corner of a gym, and he'll pick up like he'll he like makes his own little area to lift in. So he brings a 45 pound bar and does his all Olympic weights. He always does it in the corner. He's doing his like power cleans and shit, and it's like. I don't know. I don't understand why you, why that guy does that. He can't just do it where everybody is. He's got to do it away from everybody. Uh, then you got. Does that bother you? It, it's kind of annoying. I mean, yes, it's it bothers me because it doesn't make sense. I don't know why you have to move like it have racks for that stuff, and then you just go. It's like that. None of that's good enough because it's. I don't know. I don't understand why. You, but you got to go off to the side in the corner and do it yourself, and create what was literally just right there. I don't know. That doesn't make sense to me. All right. Um, yeah. Don't ask me again about it. <laughs> if I ever work out with you again, I'm going to make my own little gym in a corner. I don't care what it is. I'm going to start sliding machines over there and be like, this is mine. Yeah. There's no way that you are strong enough to move any of those machines. So I would love to watch. That's not try. true. The ab benches, I can definitely move those. You shut your mouth. Most of them are bolted to the ground, but that's fine. All right. Um, so there's one. These are very. These are a little bit more rare. Um, I got two more. Last one of these is a little more rare. I haven't seen these in a while. It, I it, talk about uncomfortable. If the 17 year old with see through pants isn't uncomfortable enough, it's the couple that basically make out and use their workout session as foreplay uh, in the gym in front of everyone. You've seen this? A hundred percent. It was a – I'm pretty sure they were married. It doesn't really matter. Man and woman. I'm not kidding. Like, in the middle of all the benches and all the stuff, they're sitting there. It's an L.A. Fitness in Grapevine, actually. And <clears throat> she would, like – he would do a set, and she would come over and, like, open mouth kiss him for, like, 10 seconds and, like, straddle him. And then he would get on the bench, and she would, like, sit on him and flirt with him. And, like, they would stop and grab, and, like, he would grab her butt and stuff. It was – and they did not just, like, one time. Like, I saw these cu- this same couple doing it many times. And it's like, what the hell are you doing? This is not a garage. You're not in your I bet they, house. like, read an article on Reddit that says, like, you can lift heavier if you just, like, are aroused throughout your entire workout. <laughs> gotta be something i don't know it was weird and they weren't like kids either it's not like these were high school kids or like college kids like these were grown-ass people so it's not like they just got hormones going through the roof and they don't know what to do with it like they're just it's gross it's ridiculous and the last one which is probably the worst um is the ig models the ig models have and this is population is growing vast and dense and it's a problem the people that's so bad they one they don't look they like they take up all the mirrors when i'm trying to check myself out and look at my nipples yeah <laughs> you have to check your form um they record their workouts there's always like two of them and they have like their well sometimes most of the time there's two of them they have like one 
where it's like some young kid and his buddies videoing him doing like the tricep rope machine really slowly <laughs> over and over again. And I'm just standing there next to them like, I'm going to stab one of you if you don't get out of the way. I need to use that. And it's like they're, there's no workout. They're not there to work out. They are there to slow record themselves lifting one body group uh, just awful every time or they'll stop in the middle of everything the girls will do like that weird horse pose where they turn to the side and like kick their ass out and like do the weird leg up bend just manipulate their waist thing. and hips and butt perfect yes. that angle yeah. they've got pretty darn yeah. good at perfecting that that photo yeah they look like a they look like a show horse but yeah yeah but their waist like disappears in that like from that angle and then they suck it in and you're just like that, that doesn't look right no, it's, I mean, if they do it right, it's impressive that they can hold it for that long. But when they're in doing it in front of everyone else and they're in the way, like, dude, if you want to do this stuff, like, go away. Dude, they have go no, out. they have no shame. They have no shame. Like, they're, no, they don't give a they're, damn. They're like self confidence is like, all, it's impressive though, because they don't care is it, at all. Is that self confidence or ignorance? Either one is impressive. <laughs> They're complete. Yeah. They're complete and utter ignorance of their surroundings and any awareness of anyone else and what they might be trying to do at a gym. No, is impressive. Yeah, they're totally, totally oblivious to like actual humans. Just the people on the screen are the ones that matter. But yes, those those people are. And then and so what blends into these? They usually are the same people that sit on a bench press or do curls in the in the squat rack, and then they sit there and text on their phone. They do all that at the same time, and then they record it all. Just makes me want to cry. I'm glad you got that off your chest. You got any more? Yeah, that's it, man. Uh, nope. I will ID say, model people, please go model somewhere else. Stay out of my gym, and any gym, because I know that I'm not the only meathead that sees these things. Most of which I'm totally fine with. Nipple guy. Dude, I saw a nipple guy, no joke, the other day. Both nipples pierced. That actually made sense. Good for him. Yeah, cut your shirt out, man. Let those babies shine. That's cool. But IG model people, no. Do that in your own house. I, Build a little fake gym behind you and make take pictures. I don't. I don't really. I don't ever like go to the gym to work out. But I miss. I'm calling out my I buddy. Tell. Yeah, shut your mouth. I'm calling out my buddy Glenn because he used to send me the all-time best creeper Snapchats of people using machines in the most wrong and hilarious way. Like <laughs> this, like he just had this, I don't know if what gym he went to for like the right next to an insane asylum, but these people, like you couldn't even make this stuff up how they were using them. So I need some more of those because I know he listens to this or he lies and tells me he does. <laughs> That's exactly, I have a lot of those. But um, those, like I, I never get tired of that because most of them are sincere. Like they are not people just trying to be stupid for a video. Like these are some incredibly misinformed humans. There's a, it's gotten, it's got, I think it got too popular because then people started faking it. Yeah. There was the, the, do you even, and like the, do you even like had a Facebook page and everything. And they were like one of the first ones they would put that on Facebook and it would be the most insane. <laughs> like some of my favorites were, um, you know, the girl one, I say girl ones where you usually see girls, they sit down and like the hip, the hip flexors? spread their leg ones. Yeah. yeah, work their hip flexors going in and going out. Yeah. 
and it had one of them and she instead of sitting down on it she stood up backwards and like spread her like like weird that's kind of cool she's trying to do some kind of weird crazy lap dance in the middle of the gym to push it open with her legs it was I've seen some where people like sat on the wrong part of it and machine tips over, like just unbelievable, <laughs> unbelievable ones. Oh man. So if there's one good thing that social media and cell phones have, it's just capturing the utter nonsense at gyms. Yeah. No, my favorite is, I still think one of my favorite, even though they're not like doing it crazy, my favorite is zero rep guy. Not familiar. You know what zero rep guy is? Nope. The guy that doesn't matter how many times he does a, an exercise, he's actually doing zero zero reps. Oh, I got you. He's gotten counted zero reps, so he's like the no form thing. Like, yeah, doing squats and he gets under the bar, and he does like two inches down, yeah. up and down, up and down, and that's his squat. And it's like not <laughs> his, a single squat was done that day. There's more movement from his neck than his legs, but he had that three fifteen yeah. on the bar. And he's got like toothpick legs, so you're like, if he went down, they'd snap. Yeah, like he didn't come back up. I like that guy. Yeah, those are uh, those are good. But uh, yeah, you got anything else for today? That's it, man. That's it. Um, that's all I had. Robin Hood stuff was insane. Uh, shirts suck, and uh, the people you see in the gym. Yeah. So uh, real quick before we go, we should have a special episode. Uh, we're doing our first interview tomorrow. Um, Indeed. Not to give too much away, but Steve, real quick, just who are we going to be interviewing? We are going to be interviewing the founder of Gallant Few, which is a nonprofit organization that helps veterans transition. They do a lot. They help me personally. Uh, I have a lot of um, love for these people. Uh, I went through I'm one of their – it was a program. It's gotten a lot more organized now. It's just I, I was definitely – I benefited from them, and I still do to this day. Carl, especially uh, him as a person, helped me a ton when I came back and getting plugged into a network, helping lots of stuff, man. He really helped me out. So Gallant Few, the founder, guy who created it all, his name is Carl Munger. We're going to be talking to him tomorrow night. So the next episode, uh, we'll have a, we'll basically have a bonus interview episode coming out probably. probably Wednesday or Thursday we'll have. Yeah, it's the end of the week probably. So you'll see uh... – another 25 30 minute episode real quick so as we get more interviews um and hopefully a lot more nonprofit stuff for veterans or veteran-owned small businesses or whoever wants to be on the show we'll hopefully have more of these kind of midweek bonus little interview episodes so but thanks for uh listening this week we appreciate it and hopefully uh you come back and listen to that interview yeah absolutely guys thanks a lot for your time and if you haven't already check out the other uh, episodes. This is number four, so go out and check out the other three. Um, if this is your first episode, all the references to butt wiping is not going to make any sense, so you're going to need to go to episode three for that one. And um, really appreciate it. Cool. See you, buddy. Yep. I got nothing else, man. All right, man. Talk to you next week. This has been the beyond our service podcast if you like what you heard please subscribe review tell your friends all about us this show can be found everywhere major podcasts are available and if you'd like to reach out please head over to beyondourservice.com and let us know what you think or find out how you can be a part of the show see you next time